Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Continental O-E-T-S. You can find weird things in your car, not just petrified French fries or melted crayons. Live snakes. Weird, bizarre trinkets. Stuff that makes you wonder, what the hell are folks thinking when they're driving? Anyway, you can also find Continental Belts. Bet you didn't know there are OE and millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching a new aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit. Form and function for over 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and in Canada. Continental. OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at OETechnologySeries.com. That's OETechnologySeries.com. Hey everyone, it's Adam Carolla and welcome to another episode of Going Racing, the show that highlights the fastest cars, best races, and biggest celebrities in the automotive world. Uh, the Porsche 911 is a 74 Porsche 911S and it ran... At Daytona nine times, I think. Although it, I think two of those times it didn't show up, but I think it has seven Daytona starts. I think it has five Sebring starts, and Newman drove it once at Sebring with uh, Bill Freeman, who was the owner driver. Back in the day, it's, it's a classic 70s IMSA kind of car with the big old flares and the big old slicks and the cool 70s color scheme. And it's a really nice piece. So um, we'll put some pictures up on the uh, website and you guys can take a look at that car. I haven't driven it yet. It's naturally aspirated. It's not a turbo. And um, if you watch Winning the Racing Life of Paul Newman, you'll see at a certain point... He's at Willow Springs and he's driving around this car and it says Freeman Porsche Audi on it, like Beverly Hills Porsche Audi and Freeman and it's white and it's blah, blah, blah. And he's out there taking it for some uh, hot laps at Willow Springs. I believe that is the car, but certainly if you go online and you look up pictures of Sebring, 12 hours of Sebring from 1977, you shall see that car and uh, Newman driving that car. And things are always a little bit different. We have to dial in a few things like changing the uh, like the mirror on the driver's side outside and, and all that. Oh, Matt's just walked into the studio. I think we have tape of that thing firing up, maybe even driving away, so you guys can at least uh, hear it. And then if you go to carcastshow.com, you can take a look at it. But uh, do you have a actual footage of that thing firing up and Sean taking off in it?
good-looking car. Hello. Yes. There's a sweet spot. I think fired right up, too, when we got it. It's a sweet spot in cars, which is like that early, mid-70s. It's just a great late 60s, early 70s. It's a great, you know, by the time you got to 2001 or 1993, it was kind of no bueno. But there's something, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's my age. But that 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 year of mid-70s, early 80s. Yeah. Uh, sorry, late 60s. I'd say the sweet spot. I'm <laughs> looking at a picture of the car coming down the coming street. Coming down the street, just driving it around. The, the sweet spot for cars for me is like 63 or 4. Like 64, 63. Okay. okay. To like 80. That's like the, that's okay. the best. If I gave you 13 years, those are the 13 years I would pick. I might go 66 to 83 or something in there, but it'd be right in that era. It'd be right about the time Ferrari had the GTO and the 250 LMs. It would enca- it would encapsulate all the Fer- all the Ford GT40s and all that and you'd get right there to the very edge of the 935 Porsche. Yeah. And that would and and and, and everything in between Ferrari, Porsche, and 917. Like it'd all be just right there. Yeah. Okay. You agree with that, Don? I do. I would agree with that. I mean, you got to throw in a couple Fox bodies. So other than that, now did Sean <laughs> present you? I know you got a new yes. clean Lightning truck. Yes. Describe your Ford Lightning truck, and then. I well, uh, we're going to do this in real time. Yeah. I'm going to take my yeah. answer on the air. We've not discussed this <laughs> off the air. Yeah, I saw the truck. It was in my parking lot. I was impressed. Yes, you made an offer. I I looked at the inside. It was clean. Yeah. I looked at the outside. It was clean, and I made what I thought was a fair offer. Yeah. I'm not saying it was generous. Okay, but but a fair, solid. Yeah. Offer for a no stories 1993 Ford Lightning. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, 95. 95. The Lightning was 93 to 95. The Gen One. This one is uh, only two owners. Uh, Ninety nine thousand miles. Fourth. Could be a fourth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very clean. The guy that I bought it from took very good care of it. He owned it for like 17 or so is years. Is the side exhaust stock? That's not. He did a shift kit in it, which bugs the hell out of me yes uh and the side exhaust but the shift kit is so stupid it's like it's always dumb. it's the transmission equivalent of glass packs like we're mm-hmm. so over this right right and it's it's and automatic it is and, How, were and, they what the percentage way, my, were sticks none none They're all automatics interesting <clears throat> this is the only automatic vehicle that i've ever owned in my name wow it it's <sighs> It's got a Paxton supercharger? It, it has what's called a Powerdyne supercharger. They did a deal with Ford Motorsport back in the day. So it has an aftermarket supercharger. So the first owner was the Ford dealer in Montana where it was delivered. Like the owner of the dealer or somebody there had it. They put the emissions legal supercharger on it, but it's a, it's not a very good supercharger. Like, we should swap it out for, like, Procharger, Vortec, mm-hmm. or Paxton, or something. But, they put it on aftermarket. Yeah, the dealer did. <laughs> it's a dealer-installed supercharger. 
but it's belt driven and it's not oil fed. It's like dry with hmm. a belt inside. It, it generates a lot of heat and not a lot of power. That's <laughs> but, what you're uh, looking for. But uh, so what? But it's right. nice. It's and clean. It's, it's a 351 Windsor. It's a 351 Windsor, but it has the same GT40 heads as my Cobra, mm-hmm. and then similar intake manifold that has the GT40 manifold, which is the tubular version, whereas mine on the Cobra is a cast version. Right. The cast version, you could port it or extrude hone port it. The tubular one, you really are kind of limited. You can't do much to it. The because lower the, manifold is cast. You because can really of the hog wall, it the thickness it's, wall. That's right. It's real thin. You can, you can hog it out for a larger throttle body, but that's mm-hmm. about it. But it's really nice. It's pretty clean. It, uh, it has the, it, these F-150s came with the upgraded transmission out of an F-350. So the transmission's bulletproof, and it mm-hmm. has dual fuel tanks. Mm. So it holds like 34 gallons combined. You fill it from there's opposite th- sides or the same the side? The same side, and there's two fillers, and there's a switch on the dash. And just even on the way here, I hit the switch in the middle of driving, and it just slowly just changes the gas gauge to whatever's in the new fuel and just seamless... I, I wish was. every car on the planet had that. Wouldn't it be great? Is like you could you could put fifteen gallons in it. You could put thirty four gallons in it. First, I'll tell you about JB Weld. Big or small repairs, home or garage, ordinary household glue. It's got the word ordinary in it. You need something strong. You need something better. You need JB Weld. We're proud to have JB Weld epoxy adhesive as a sponsor. I use it at home. I use it in the garage. I use it in the shop. I use it in the studio. I use it everywhere. JB Weld, put it in your toolbox, kitchen drawer, craft room. And now they make everything. They made pretty much like a two-part epoxy metal repair product that I use in the garage way back in the day. And now they make everything, and it's all good, and it's all made in the USA. Metal, wood, plastic, whatever you want, whatever you need to put together. Don't glue it. JB Weld it. Available at jbweld.com. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Napa Auto Parts, and more. Now, I'm was smitten by this car when yeah. I saw it in the parking lot. As you should be. And I said, I must have it. <laughs> and I wanted to add it to my collection. Yeah. And as you know, I'm a little bit short on cash right now because a lot of the stuff we have going on. Yeah. I, I'm, I told Sean, and, and I want to put this caveat. Yeah. Sean is an Armenian. Mm-hmm. He may have tweaked this deal. I will tell in, you. That's in his blood. Yeah. But I said to him, convey this to Matt when he comes to pick the car up. I think it's enough to keep it in my showroom. And uh, I, I kind of gave him some parameters. And I said, lay this on Matt. I think he'll go for it. But I don't know. We've never spoken about it off the air. So I think it's time to kind of reveal on the air. Yeah. Again, it was more I of a... I saw you and you said, I've got an offer for you. Go talk to Sean. He's going to present the offer. It was more of a trade out. I don't have cash on hand, but I have a lot of assets and I have many a thing that that, uh, that Matt may be interested in. So yeah. anyway, you tell me and then we can then tell me whether you've accepted my... Again, I'm not going to say it's generous. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Offer. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I talked to Sean and he said, 
we've got over here in the other room, we've got two BBS wheel halves, mm-hmm. the barrels, no mm-hmm. centers, and a pressure washer. Okay, but hold on. Don't don't get over your skis. I said front <laughs> outer wheel, front outer wheel halves. Okay, he didn't. He didn't clarify. Okay, we'll yeah. see. That's the problem. Yeah, there's there's too much. He just much. said two wheel halves. No front. Uh huh. Outer. Yeah. BBS wheel halves. Right. Because obviously they're thinner. Right. And I didn't want the rears. Those are dishy. That that's a lot of material yeah. there. And you couldn't really. Make one wheel out of it because then you'd have valve stem on the inside and the outside. You have to plug the holes with valve two. Valve I'm not stems. here to tell you what to do with the ribs. <laughs> okay, two front half <laughs> yeah. outers. Yeah. Hey man, Blue Chew. Show of hands and other parts. Who likes sex? Well, there you go. BlueChew.com performance enhancement for the bedroom. First chewables with the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, and it's cheaper too. So it's got the stuff that works. And it's cheaper, and it works faster. Two times faster, fool, than taking the pills. And you can take it on a full stomach or an empty stomach. Online physician consult is free. Just a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. If you qualify, get prescribed online quickly. And uh, no awkward in-person doctor visit or pharmacy Lines, no waiting in those lines. Shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging. Made in the USA. Chew it and do it. That's what we say. Visit BlueChew.com. Get your first order for free with promo code RACING. Just pay five bucks shipping. That's B-L-U-E. Chew. BlueChew.com. Promo code RACING. The, the, by the way, that's not some plug-in you know, Ryobi pressure washer. That is a Briggs and powered Stratton, um, Briggs and Stratton powered, uh, gas powered pressure yeah. washer yeah. up to probably 135 PSI. I have most of the attachments. I don't know where all of them are, but they're probably easily replaced. Yeah. It's newish. It's probably ish. It's probably nine to 11 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I know you're scoffing, but I said to him, and I said, don't do it unless Matt pushes back, because I think he's going to jump on the two rim halves with the <laughs> yeah. pressure washer. I said, offer the gasket that goes between the two rims, the rubber oh, gasket. Okay. You know what that I'm saying? That was not in the deal. Well, that's the thing about, that's the see, thing about Sean. Like, I think Sean was like, trying to go. Oh, I see what you're saying. He didn't want to throw it all in. He's he like, I can get this truck for just the two halves and the pressure washer. <laughs> Why throw in the rubber gasket? This is what he told me. He said... The two wheel halves, he doesn't specify front, rear, or inner, outer. Let's see, that's. And then he said pressure washer. And I thought about it and I said, can we do the deal now? And he said, yes. And then, swear to God, he said, Jose, drain the gas out of the pressure washer because that wasn't included. And I well, said, no deal. And I walked. Well, look, he <laughs> asked me. I, I, said, I said, I said, honest answer. Give me an honest answer. When you buy a brand new pressure washer yeah. from Home Depot, does it come with fuel? <laughs> and Sean said, no. And I said, okay, well, good enough for a brand new pressure washer, good enough for Matt. So I had him drain the fuel out. Okay. Does that mean I drain the fuel out of the truck if we did the deal? Well, no. <laughs> when you buy a car, it comes with fuel in it. Some, When maybe. you buy a pressure washer, yeah. it comes empty. All right. Okay. So you want a noodle on it, or I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna think about it. Did this whole gasket 
Then, well, you threw the gasket in. I didn't get a chance to really, you know, test the pressure washer. I mean, I saw them using it on the forklift. It's in good working condition. It seemed like it was working. It's in good working condition. All right. So you got the lightning. How fast? Yeah. Was that the fastest production Ford when it came out? I don't know like about zero Ford, to but, 60? It, but it was like the fastest production truck. But look, at it, when it came out, they had the Chevy 454 SS, right? That was the Chevy version of the big block muscle mm-hmm. truck. And then they had the Typhoon and mm-hmm. the Cyclone. And they're like, they don't haul anything, but they're quick. So Ford said, we want a 5,000-pound tow capacity. We want to pull at least 0.88 Gs in the in the turns. And mm-hmm. we want like 0 to 60 in like a 7.9 or 7.6. And that's without the supercharger. So what was scoots. quicker in 1995? A Mustang it, yeah, Cobra? A 95, uh, a 95 Cobra, I think, had the 351 in it. It probably would have been faster. Um, but it was it was naturally aspirated. But this truck is probably faster than a 95 Mustang GT. Maybe not, but it's probably up there. I don't know. 95 like Mustang... Grand. What it was 95 Mustang GT Max Pata versus the 95 Ford Lightning pickup yeah, truck like zero at to zero 60. to 60. There was a era, a small window, when the trucks were sort of winning the zero to 60 war yeah. when it came to American cars. The, the Vets and the Mustangs. And the Camaros. Camaros were getting a little heavy at that mm-hmm. point and a little underpowered. Yeah. The trucks. 94 had, was the body year changeover for the Mustang. It's the roundish. The trucks, yeah. some of the trucks went with the turbos and went with the all wheel drive yeah, yeah. and they just got quicker zero to 60. Yeah. Look, a, a 93 Cobra was 20,000 bucks. And I want to say a 93 Lightning with. You know the power seats and power windows. It was like twenty two thousand bucks. The mm-hmm. truck was more. I've been uh, looking at some of the cars and some of the auctions and some of the stuff that's out there, and um, saw an article on how expensive the su- the Supras were. Mm-hmm. Now we've talked about that before. Some of the the highest dollar cars when you look through RM or Gooding or whatever these like mid eighty Lancia sort of homologated, you know, rally street cars. Those cars are really tough to look at, which is kind of the problem. (laughs) They're super slabby in the 80s, but they're like 400 to 500 grand. Um, There's a couple of cars out there that are going up, like the Supras, uh, like some Japanese stuff. I saw bring a trailer. There's a couple of like 240Zs. There was like 50 grand or 48 grand, just stock you know, second owner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe even something like a little breathe on a little bit. You know, that's not completely stock. I've it's like a couple of here's an interesting Here's an interesting bring a trailer dive to take for Max Pat. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it here. We were talking about the late, uh, late uh, mid, mid-90s Ferrari 355s, cars we like. Yeah. Some years ago, starting to make a move and climb up, feel like they've completely leveled out and probably dipped a little. Mm-hmm. We're now at the point, I would say, 
judging from a couple of the bone stock and not, you know, ultra low mileage, just lowish mileage, two owners, bone stock, 73, 240Z. Those things are 48, 49. They're like knocking on the door of 50. Those 355 Ferraris have like come down toward 50. We're now living in a day and age where the Ferrari and the Datsun are in the same neighborhood now. Yes? Yeah, I I think the 355 has maybe a little bit more of a range to it. I it guess has Dotson a little more does. range. Uh, Dotson would too, because you can find it. Yeah, but the top in, of yeah. the range is yeah. at 50, Yeah, and the but, bottoms but, are in but low the top, teens. But I see what you're saying. The top of the range of the Zs is knocking on the door of kind of the bottom of the range of the 355, because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a clean 355 for 120 grand somewhere. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that it's 120. I, I think it's more 85 yeah. for a really nice one. Yeah, maybe I'll trade my lightning and the pressure washer. Well, you don't. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Going Racing. New episodes available every week on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. 